0: is horns up i'm animesh and i'm peter and making
1: his return to horns up after two years and well around a hundred episodes is girish pradhan how are you doing man
2: hey i'm doing good thank you again for
0: the invitation to horns up man glad to have you back congratulations on the new album thank you thank you so much you know a- anybody who's anybody who's listening in uh, to this kind of music would know that it's been a few weeks since Hail to the Heroes was released. That's the new album by Garish and the Chronicles. And typically, you know, this would be the time for you to be promoting it out on tour, right? Oh, so, yeah. <laughs> um, talk to us like since since that's really not like happening at the moment. We don't really know. What's the post-release work as such uh, for an album that's released in early 2022? How do you guys keeping yourselves busy?
2: Well, yeah. Uh... The most of the time has, I mean, we recorded the video for Love's Damnation in the last uh, few days uh, before the album was released. The label just said, "If you guys can make it happen, you know," I'm like, "Yeah, sure, why not?" (laughs) So, uh, the like after that, again, we we've we've just been posting and stuff. Now we're gonna. Practice some, um, but yeah, not really, not not no action when it comes to touring and stuff like that. Yeah, do you miss that? I mean, we released our second album when the pandemic started, mm-hmm. <laughs> we released our third album, and it's still there. You know? <laughs>
1: <laughs> crazy. Yeah, it, it, it's kind of crazy. And when you're saying posting, right, is yeah. I was just listening to a metal podcast, actually, this was uh, fuck, why am I but the machine head frontman, right? And he was talking about. Yeah, Rob Flynn from Machine Head. I was listening to his podcast, and he was talking about how he's like all over TikTok and things like that, <laughs> and how oh. TikTok is like you know the big thing for music. And unfortunately, here in India, there's no TikTok. It's so... banned, sadly. Yeah. <laughs> so what what's it like in terms of just like social media and stuff like that for you guys? Right. I mean, like in 2020, you cannot be like one of those bands that doesn't have social media presence or is all like mysterious right
2: well uh, i think tiktok would have kind of helped some uh, some of the people out there probably a much younger uh, band or something something so, a band or an artist doing something kind of out of the box kind of stuff you know but i guess we we are like kind of stuck to the old school kind of a mindset and we would have tried out uh, just sharing clips, like maybe live clips and stuff like that. But I can't imagine uh, doing other stuff like, you know, like the stuff people
1: do on TikTok. There's no synchronized dancing by the band members and all
0: that. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, maybe we could just... I'll give you an idea. I'll give you an idea. So there, there are two spaces where you guys can capitalize really and these are really stupid social media ideas. One of them is... Um. Basically, I kid you not, Girish. You can you can like be the front man for like um just hair maintenance tips <laughs> on TikTok <laughs> along with the rest of the band. That's oh, one.
3: Yeah.
0: That's one. Okay. The, yeah. the the second one. Uh, the second one is uh do a TikTok challenge. Can you scream or can you sing as high? Uh, and by high, I mean in terms of notes, as <laughs> Girish can. Yeah. <laughs> well, no TikTok, so. <laughs>
2: what do we do? I actually, you know, uh, I I told uh, I told my wife she lives in Dubai, so she has a TikTok channel of her own, but it's like entertainment and like you know it's that typical tiktok thing you know sure and uh i told not why don't you start a our, our channel or something for gatc and we like i sent her some videos and all but i mean i couldn't be consistent at all and but yeah i mean some some people from the u.s kind of noticed it and they kind of started following and their tiktok they have been sharing our videos over there you know so there's a secret small TikTok fan base thingy going on over
1: there. Which wow. Cool. That, that's something I wouldn't have expected yeah. honestly in there, right? And especially yeah, yeah. it's being run out of the country. So yeah, that, that's, that's right. kind of cool. But coming back to like gigs, right? Because when I was thinking about it, you guys were one of the first bands or Indian bands, at least that got to play gigs last year, because you performed at a festival alongside Nazareth, and this was all yeah, the way yeah. in Switzerland. So... Yeah. I know like it's a little hard and I don't want you to kind of be like oh my god yeah, this yeah. is uh, yeah, that's okay. predicting the future but how's this year looking like i mean uh, honestly mm. for animation me we love the fandom so secretly we're hoping to see <laughs> you and uh, the band the rest of the band at fandom but yeah. what about international gigs
2: we are actually a part of this small fest in the UK uh, called the HRH AOR Rock Fest. And okay. it, it's being headlined by Steelheart. And there are other guys like Heat and Gothard and bands like that. And uh, we got uh, an invitation from the Switzerland U rock Fest again this year. And it will be Skid Row headlining that one. But, but Oh, awesome. oh but I, I, okay, no, tickets. it's... Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I always... <laughs> Oh damn it! Yeah, <laughs> that guy is not yeah. there. That guy is not there.
0: <laughs> I know, but if it was Girish, Steve Buck, no, it was
2: wait, Steve wait, wait. This
0: is, no this, this question. I think Girish can answer. Girish, is uh, is it worth seeing Skid Row without Sebastian Bach?
2: I have no idea. Actually, I'll be just, I'll be
0: really honest. I'll
2: be really so, honest. I have no. Uh, I have never really. Would you want to? Let's listen to the whole catalog properly. You know, I've just heard a couple of songs right? because I love his voice. <laughs> wow, so do I. But I'm I love, I'm more of a fan. Show. I'm more of a Rat guy, more of a Motley Crue guy than Skid Row. Ah. I think. You know? Okay, okay. <laughs> fair,
1: fair enough. Fair, fair enough. We <laughs> we we'll, we'll give you that. So wow, so actually things are looking up uh, for you. Yeah. But any potential like probably longer tours or something like
3: that? that Nothing like that.
2: Uh, first of all, we don't really have um, any kind of. A proper management or something you know and uh so it was uh, a couple of months back I was just you know chatting with uh Nolan from cryptos and they were all saying you know and I always look at them like kind of for guidance and stuff because they are the only ones doing it right mm-hmm. and uh, it's kind of uh, I kind of try to check out what they are up to you know and I ask them sometimes you know like how like how do we do this this and 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 are also saying maybe probably in the future we should do uh i mean maybe not it's not plan, it's not being planned or anything but you know there's an idea that maybe a, a group of indian bands can kind of go on a tour and come back yeah, my, you never know something like that might happen but at least we talked about it you know is cool. the indian <laughs> invasion
1: idea. of germany <laughs> yeah. yeah fuck <laughs>
3: hey what's up
2: <laughs>
0: the best of the best of trash and glam in one spot. i know i know coming all the way from india
2: who knows it might <laughs> might become a reality never
0: know yeah, be, all right
1: actually a good pairing honestly
0: yeah yeah it is yeah i yeah, see that bill in that- bombay too man <laughs> after that
2: uk thing he actually uh there, there are a couple of shows in Belgium, Germany, and one more country. But, I mean, it's not really fixed-fixed, you know, because these yeah. things are like, first yeah. of all, for an Indian band, you need to think 10 times before taking a step like that, you know. Yeah. There are so many other things involved, like finances. Fingers crossed,
0: stuff. man. I hope yeah, it happens. Yeah. I know. But,
1: hey, you know what? Like Animesh said, and I'm going to repeat it, Cryptos and... JTC in Bombay let's make it happen
0: oh yeah we
2: should man (laughs) it yeah I'm gonna
0: I'm gonna go and check with the local hard rock cafe and see if that's possible yeah did you guys know uh you know uh Kryptos and I, we did
2: a Judas Priest and Maiden Night like a couple of years back together. I was singing like in
0: that gig, so, which was really fun. You know?
1: Animesh, pitch that gig first. Pitch that, yeah,
0: <laughs> I'll pitch that gig. And by way of that, you guys, like, we'll structure it on some way that, you know, maybe half an hour of covers and then rest of that and our yeah. set list. Or, or, or
2: maybe we do our set list and then end it with a mixed, you know.
1: Breaking together. the law. Bye bye. <laughs> <laughs> so coming close to a hard rock cafe near you Hopefully, stay tuned for more details yeah
2: hopefully oh, well.
0: nolan oh, well. will be like
2: what the hell is he talking about man <laughs> he hasn't texted me for months
0: <laughs> we'll be sure to send nolan this this episode as, as soon a as warning yeah, yeah as a warning as a warning saying nolan by the way we are contacting you in a bit hi nolan hope you're well <laughs> anyways uh let's 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 get back to talking a bit about hail to the heroes since it's been some time since the album released which song do you think has become the most popular one for for the listeners
2: i think it's probably hail to the heroes itself but i think uh, lovers mm-hmm. train is also kind of going I, I think the more melodic kind of tracks are more on the top uh but personally i kind of really like enjoying to uh listening to I'm not the devil kind of songs, you know, and shamans of time again, is a very
0: experimental thing going on there. So. Yep. All right. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to just list out some questions as such. And these are all about songs, about the songs themselves. And why don't you try and answer without like giving it a lot of thought. Okay. Rapid, sure. fire. rapid fire. Oh yeah. It's called rapid fire. <laughs> Shit. Dumb me. Yeah. Rapid fire. All right. <laughs> Starlo, uh, which song do you think best describes the phrase expectation meeting reality in the sense of what you thought the song would be? And that's exactly the way the song has come out.
2: Oh, okay. I think that's Hail to Heroes.
0: Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Okay. Which one would you peg as the dark horse? Like a song that you didn't think would, um, that you weren't like, really that confident about when writing it, but then... When it's on the album, you're like, fuck, this is a good song. This is a great song. Yeah,
2: it, that was Shamans of Time because, I mean, that song just, I don't know, it started us some, I, we were like kind of expecting to turn it into a ballad or something. And suddenly it went to like a totally- Yeah, it kind of starts off like that. I was wondering where it was going to, but then boom, it just fucking hits you. (laughs) Very slash kind of a feeling in the the beginning, right? Like a very like 90s GNR kind of stuff, but suddenly it's just gone somewhere out of the window. Yeah, that was the
0: dark horse, I guess. (laughs) Okay. Which one was the most challenging one to write? challenging
2: one to write can't think of any okay actually. all
0: of them were easy yeah or all yeah of them it were was pretty much
2: uh we, we were in a flow right so, so i mean we had st- we started this uh writing this album like since uh, as soon as we finished rock the highway in the sense mm-hmm. we were all oh, this, wow. you know there's no normal stuff not as if we were planning to do an album but like we we had a lot of ideas um, already when we started it so okay cool okay
0: uh which one was the toughest to record like the one that you guys took like toughest most to number record. of takes
2: i think uh, the the tough part in this album was the um, lockdowns you know and more than musicianship <laughs> it was like like we would complete half of the song or something like that and then Suddenly there would be like a curfew kind of a thing. And then again, um, I would just start recording vocals on some track, finishing the track. And then again, we would just see a small window and then go to the studio, do the drums, you know? So it was kind of uh, hard maintaining that, I guess. We faced uh, that in all the songs. so, So
1: wait, on a relative scale of like easy to record and hard to record, considering all the circumstances you talked about, how hard or easy was it to record Rock and Roll Fever? Because you've not only got Chris Adler on there, you've got <laughs> Myron on there, and you've yeah. got Rowan Robinson. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. How how do yeah. how, how do you kind of make all of that happen? Because it's multiple studios, I'm guessing. Yeah, right? yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. That that's uh, so. We
1: had a track
2: called Rock and Roll Fever, and we 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 had it ready actually. Then I mean, we were we had been thinking ever since we started writing that song, like I mean like we were all wishing it was Chris playing the drums <laughs> right now. Like, but I mean, I just, I, I'm the kind of guy who doesn't like, you know, uh, bothering anyone with like, you know, like, hey, can you play drums and stuff? But mm-hmm. the first thing I did was I sent the song to my Roan and like, you want to fill in a solo? And I was like, yeah, absolutely. And then I sent it to Robin and I was like, sneaked in a question to Robin like, Hey, you think we should also like, like yes go ahead man he's just like us in the end in the end (laughs) he's just a metalhead you know that's what he said so yeah eventually after a few days i just wrote to chris and he was like absolutely man give me a few days and he kept sending me his recordings like we were exchanging ideas Uh, but at the same time i didn't want to interfere too much because i wanted um, that unique thing that chris adler does you know so I didn't interfere much. So yeah, it's pretty much uh, the whole thing is kind of his own idea, the whole entire drumming section, and yeah, it's something like that. I I I wouldn't say it was tough. It was kind of. I think we we all are now in a flow, you know, because I've been working with uh, Firstborn for more than a year now. Yeah. I guess we all know kind of, kind of know how we work. So yeah, that's awesome.
0: Yeah, I mean, two years into into this kind of new work mode or whatever. Yeah, everyone's pretty much used to (laughs) used to this, this style now. Okay. Uh, Since we are still talking songs, the final question, actually penultimate one about like this kind of rapid fire thingy, which one do you think is the most underrated song of the album? Mm,
2: Underrated would be I'm not the devil. I think
0: that's the one. Mm, Okay.
2: But maybe we are too soon to, uh, yeah, but I mean that that song is uh for someone exactly like me, you know, who grew up with an album like the Number of the Beast or something, like a like a punk kind of a heavy metal, you know with, with a lot of <laughs> kind of stuff, yeah <laughs> so, uh, so for me, uh, that song, I think could have uh, we could have done some more things with that song and promoted it more, I guess. Um, Yeah, I guess that's the one.
0: Cool. Okay. Final one in the rapid fire. Since you've spoken so much about the songs and about so many songs, let's play one of them. Which, which song should we play and why?
2: (laughs) Oh my God. I have no, I'll let
0: you guys choose it. Please go ahead. (laughs) Oh no. It's your rapid fire, not ours. (laughs) Yeah. Cool. Same song. The underrated song. (laughs) Fine. Absolutely. Why not? Here it is.
3: Die!
1: That was the underrated track uh, of the album, uh, I'm Not the Devil. But I must tell you one thing, Girish, because the last time we spoke uh, a couple of years ago about uh, your last album, Rock the Highway, and it gave a glimpse of you know a different side or a variety to uh, the band, right? And mm-hmm. totally, when you, when we were talking about it, you were saying that, hey, this is something that we're going to try. That's exactly what you guys did on uh, Hail to the Heroes. But one of the main differences on uh, Girish and the Chronicles album this time is that you're not only dealing with, you know, international acclaim and coverage from all over the world. We've seen you being covered in many magazines and webzines around. Uh, You're also part of an international label now, Frontiers Music. How did that have an impact on the songwriting and production overall? since rock the
2: highway we we were kind of uh, we kind of knew what kind of a sound we wanted i we felt like we had found a sweet spot but at the same time we were aware of the fact that we need we needed to evolve the sound more in comparison to the last album and uh i mean we didn't really think of it in that way you know we were just like we'll just give whatever the best we can you know we wanted to just like Give our best, hundred percent. But yeah, I mean, it. it we kind of knew that these songs are gonna go <laughs> in the international, and you know, so we we had to kind of make sure that we don't overdo some things, and we don't like kind of or lessen something. You know, we kind of had to find like some sort of a a sweet spot, which yeah. Uh, Again, you know, we which we didn't want to lose rate, so like we didn't drag drag the songs too much, or like I mean, I mean, as professionals, I think everyone everyone thinks like that yeah, by their third or fourth album, <laughs> I guess.
0: You know, the other thing is, um, if people have heard the previous album, Rock the Highway, you will immediately notice on first listen of Hail to the Heroes that one, it's way heavier yeah, and yeah. meaner and two uh it's also at the same time it's far more it feels far more chiseled it feels far more sharper mm-hmm. it feels a lot more focused yeah is that like is yeah. is that right for us to say is that a fair assessment yeah, yeah. i
2: think so i think so yeah we, we were like way more uh focused this time uh, i mean we are always focused while recording an album but uh I think we were more disciplined and we were more in the game, you know, because uh, when we did Back on Earth back in 2014 and when we did the second album directly in 2020, right, and that was a long gap. But by the time we headed to Hail to the Heroes, we kind of, uh, and it was helpful, you know, when we received the label's uh, instructions that, this is how it goes, this is what we need, this, this. I mean, you get a set of instructions like about the album cover, this, that. So it kind of, uh, it was more systematic, I guess. And we kind of worked in a more uh, disciplined
0: way, I guess. It's not just the discipline. Like another huge point to note is like, there's this this sheer amp up of of performances around the board. Like be it, yeah. be it your vocals, be it uh, Suraz's, Riffs and solos, be it Nagain's drum work, especially Yogesh on bass and every other thing that he's doing on the album. Um, have you guys changed diets or something in the last two years? (laughs) Eating something, (laughs) it
2: was completely unintentional. (laughs) Actually, (laughs) I mean, we it's only later on when I read some of the comments like on the internet, and some of them were kind of disappointed that like we've kind of gotten too far from our like uh, really melodic side right I I, I didn't realize that you know I was like oh is it like sounding too heavy or something you know and later on I'm I kind of realized maybe I mean I I I can never be sure of it you know for me this is still I mean and like a mellow heavy metal kind of a hard rock kind of an album because this uh, isn't mellow (laughs)
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm just wondering like if what w- what's harsh for you like Exodus or something like, yeah, I'm something a, like so so I, meant, I love Slayer, I love yeah, okay. and also <laughs> fair so, enough, fair it's enough.
2: more of a new wave of British heavy metal level, I yeah. guess. Right. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but but it's crazy that you're saying that like you've been like tracking comments and what people say. Is that something that you know? You do on a regular basis, or is it that you know album is released? Uh, I don't want to read what people say because let's be honest, like people on the internet are not always nice. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: No,
1: so, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's yeah, yeah, please come. No, how how do you go about it? I mean, like, is is there a point where you're like, okay, I'm going to just spend 15 minutes reading, and that's it, or because sometimes <laughs> you can just spend hours going down the rabbit hole, right? <laughs> Yeah, not really. Uh, I think uh, one big
2: factor is the fact that since I'm from Gang Talk and, you know, Sikkim, like kind of, we were always kind of far away from the scene or anything else, you know, and and no one had ever attempted to leave the state and like kind of relocate to another place or tour the country or go abroad. I mean, we, we didn't have anyone to ask to, you know, like there was no guidance. We just kind of figured it, like step by step on our own and it was like a wild ride you know we didn't care we just went for the ride and we just never wanted to stop and i was lucky to have bandmates like these and like who are ready to who were ready to travel anywhere i mean we just wanted to go out you know and i think those kind of stuff it's it's kind of a new story for us and i think we like to i personally like like keeping everything at a place you know maybe some sort of a documentation or something. It's not as if I'm proud or anything. I just don't, I feel like, you know, we've kind of earned it with a lot of, uh, you know, hard work. I mean, we were just having fun, but it's still hard work. Right. And now we can, uh, we are slowly beginning to feel the kind of
1: the things we have done and you know, it's kind of getting heavy now right yeah. so. but wait I must ask you because the way you're describing it is takes me back and I'm sure Anumesh is going to smile when I say these words it reminds me of those scrapbook days right remember you'd kind of like <laughs> yeah exactly <make> notes <laughs> like you cut do cuttings from newspapers and stick yeah, it yeah. in there do you have something like that be honest Who are you asking me yeah oh that's that's not really like that. It's more like I
2: paste the links and stuff. You no, know, it's enough. enough. I know. But it,
1: know. it will. It will eventually become a scrapbook. That's for sure. <laughs> that's <laughs> awesome because I think like when I look back at my childhood, right? Like my grandmom used to do that for me because I used to play sports. I still have some of those cuttings and things like that. But oh, since, that's cool. Yeah. yeah, but since you said that, you know, you've been following just in terms of the reactions and the media that you've been mm-hmm. getting for this album, "Hail the Heroes." have there been any like reviews or just opinions that are memorable and it can be for both reasons right it can be either because mm-hmm. it's positive or yeah, negative yeah. and also is there something mm-hmm. that say a re- reviewer or someone who had an opinion just completely got wrong or mm-hmm. didn't get
2: uh, okay yeah um uh, so far uh everything i've seen is kind of uh quite positive most of the comments you know. there will be some like uh, just like no kind of a comment <laughs> because uh, because there will be some people feeling like uh, like how I mean first of all everyone seems to be really surprised that an Indian band is doing this kind of stuff but uh, I think a lot of them are not aware like MTV was everywhere we we were buying cassettes by Bon Jovi to Iron Maiden and everything right and a lot of people I think are just not aware of bands like Rock Machine and all they had already done these things like back in the 80s itself and early 90s right and I, I think I should eventually kind of uh, let everyone know, you know, see, guys, the scene was already there, it's not as if, like, and they always expect, like, Indian band, like, maybe there'll be some sitar or something like that. I
0: mean, um, we um, never thought, that like way. <laughs> <laughs> oh
2: no, okay, yeah, they do it right, uh, but
0: um, they don't do sitar, they just do, uh, like, yeah, pan- <laughs> punjabi yeah. dhols Holes. yeah, that's uh,
2: whatever. That's like kind of the general idea that people outside i mean they will expect oh indian man there must be something you know (laughs) extra but we just kind of we're just saying no man we're just doing what we loved doing since we were kids and it's not as if i i never learned any sort of uh, indian classic or anything like that and i'm if i like anything i'm I'm more drawn towards the uh, ethnic kind of sounds you know like what we have in Sikkim when you when these monks and all then chant and all that that's that's the kind of stuff that appeals to me more I guess than Indian classical I mean no disrespect it's like really tough to yeah. do Indian classical for sure <laughs> but you know <laughs> it's, it's just a matter of choice right no no fair enough I, I totally agree where you're coming from Uh yeah we haven't had too many, too many negative uh, reviews about the album and stuff but like I said there are some people kind of disappointed who felt like the our older albums were a bit more mellow and this time it's gotten too heavy and like I my vocals developing into something more of a growling kind of a thing. And I think like that kind of uh that's again from Firstborn, I think, because when I started yeah. experimenting with Firstborn, my
1: vocals kind of got heavier. <laughs> But hang on, as long as it doesn't read a Metallica stage stage where it's like the first four albums are the best, nothing else, oh, then you yeah, guys are yeah. fine. <laughs> yeah, I'll still
0: fight you on that, Peter. Oh. <laughs> Anyways, okay, cool. You know, I I, I want to be a bit nerdy over here, Yerish, and specifically, I want to talk about the title track "Hail to the Heroes." Um, it comes in in the middle of the album, almost towards the end, right? What's fascinating to me is the fact that it has a prelude or an intro, right? Yeah, yeah. Why is the intro a separate track?
2: Well, it's just uh, you know, uh, it's kind of
0: uh, and labels and all the they felt like it would have a okay, long cool. You know? Is it is is it to do with royalties or something of that sort? Not really, it's just that
2: it's too long, so <laughs> it's like the the and the Electric guy, you know. Yeah, how,
0: then <laughs> e- that's exactly what I was saying. Then, then why not just name them as two unique pieces, like Helian yeah, and Electric guy? Maybe we should have. <laughs>
1: <It's like> oops, <laughs> <It just really laughs> come to my
3: mind. Intro,
1: intro, intro.
0: Okay, okay, cool. I'm just pulling is. your leg there, huh? Like I don't mean any. Like anything of that sort is this, I was just being nerdy. I tried to figure out why I was trying to think about it. And I couldn't come up with an answer. So I thought, might as well ask. <laughs> okay. So, you know, in our last
1: chat, actually, you had shared that the band may explore like a concept album of sorts. Right. And mm-hmm. is there something that honestly, we, along with a lot of people are missing on heel to the heroes? If not, just what's the update on that? We're really curious.
2: Oh, you're talking about that concept I was talking about last time. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I mean, that has sort of become, uh, uh, I don't know, uh, because it has a lot of experimental vibe and a lot of progressive vibe to it. And plus we want to do something very different. So I think uh, it should be done... At the right time, you know, because now we're just getting known as a rock and roll hard rock band, you know, and uh, I think it's too uh, soon to do anything like that. But I mean, it. I think that's more like a secret dream project of the future or something, you know. <laughs> uh, it it might just not be a very G A T C kind of a thing to do. So, mm-hmm. you, okay. you know, So maybe we might do it as another thing, or I we have no, uh, we haven't decided anything, but we kind of are we know the kind of songs we're, that we're gonna make on that and yeah and then finally again okay finally GATC has introduced some <laughs> Indian elements to this <laughs> so maybe
0: not now <laughs> oh my god this is becoming <laughs> okay cool cool fine all right okay you know what Let's let's play another song from the album at the moment. Um yeah. can I pick? <laughs> Fine, yes. Peter. Yeah, Peter. Yes. Peter, why don't so, you pick it? And and and, and we'll let Girish kind of take us through what the song means to them. Yeah. Okay,
1: fair enough. And I'll tell you why, because like I've heard the album quite a few times, but the moment I think when I saw the video for this track, it kind of just all Kind of came together for me, and now I can literally like hear you singing it in my head. It's kind of weird, but uh, <laughs> I'm gonna kill the thing. It's Love's Damn Nation. Oh, Tell me yeah. about that track, <laughs> man. And like, why was it like, was it a last minute edition as a single, or like you just guys said, you know what? Uh, you yeah, make video it
2: a- wise, video wise, it was a last minute thing, and uh, I mean, we it was not necessary, but uh, we felt like, why not? You know, this is like something. We are heading towards something, and why not give one more video to everyone? And we were like really tired of doing the same, uh, the band pose, you know, <laughs> kind of video <laughs> again and again. I was like, you know what, let's do something new this time, yeah, and like introduce so, colors, I, right? Why do black yeah. and white? Yeah, and
0: <laughs> the colors element. are awesome. I love the fact that you guys tried to do a story, yeah, um, exactly. So, <laughs> I love the small nod about. Yogesh and Suraj exchanging instruments <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah so although song wise uh, the whole thing is actually musically it's entirely Yogesh's concept and he's the one who wrote the whole thing although um, it was like he sent me the entire track along with Suraj's recording and everything <clears throat> during uh, a lockdown so I kind of started tracking the vocals on that and the vocal concept was like it was empty it was an empty track so i thought um let's try something that has a very david lee roth kind of uh like a verse you know like i guess it's, i mean it doesn't sound like David <laughs> roth. yeah so uh, the whole song kind of became um it was about like you know the normal story about like a girl kind of giving you mixed signals and you're going crazy, you know, it was like a simple thing going on. But by the time we started writing the story for the video, which was like just uh, two, three weeks back, right? So I have this friend named Atul from Kerala. So he had come to town and then I started like, well, why don't we introduce this, that? And I had a set of this tarot cards and stuff. You know, like, we wanted to make it like very, I don't know, kind of mystical and like, I don't know. Uh, very different yeah. you know we we tried our best you know? <laughs> we, like we used our basement and stuff you know to do stuff but in the end it just turned out to be like pretty cool i think it was uh, a little different for a change and we had a good yeah. time yeah. yeah so
0: that that entire video was like made in what five days yeah yeah just maybe three days <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fucking awesome
3: yeah
0: all right yeah. here it is here's love's damnation No And yes, we're still chatting with Girish Pradhan, vocalist of GATC, Girish and the Chronicles. Girish, you also play in another band now that's pretty well well known like internationally already, just within like a year. Uh, it's called Firstborn. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Has the Firstborn experience taught you something you didn't already know?
2: Yeah, I mean, uh, with Firstborn, I was like right, in the in the middle of the crater you know so it's it's like a huge volcano or something because you never know like which which person is kind of like how 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 they are perceiving you you know because this is very classic heavy metal kind of vocals mixing up with uh, something that chris adred normally does and again myron is again very melodic kind of soft shredder and uh, i was kind of you know uh like it It has always been kind of um, you never know what to expect from the people, you know, because uh, you don't know who are, who are going to be the majority of the people. Uh, There'll be a lot of people saying like really nice things. And there'll be a lot of people who are like, I guess more into extreme stuff who are like, oh my God, what is this rock vocalist doing there? (laughs) It was was kind of a, yeah. I had never faced that before, you know? I was like, okay, so this is kind of a challenge, right? I mean, so I kind of take it in a positive way. uh, But I mean, I bet it would be like, crazy to perform those songs live you know in a really nice uh, it's, it's just that short and sweet he- like really heavy songs and fast songs so yeah um, what I've learned is that they are like just so good in what they do and they're like really professionals you know when it comes to like finishing their stuff on time <laughs> and this and that you know especially James Lomenzo you know yeah, like he he was uh, touring with Megadeth and then there was this time gap between the performance and uh, while well, he was waiting in the green room and he completed an entire bass section on his you know, system and he sent it back to us and then he went for the gig and after that he went to another studio for a gig. It was like, oh my god, that is like super pro. You know? It kind of gave me a lot of inspiration that people can actually like work that way, you know, because I, I, on the other hand was like, you know, just lying down on my couch most of the time. <laughs> not not trying to belittle me, I guess. Uh, it's just that, I guess it's a way of life. Right.
1: And yeah. yeah. And I think, and I think that's the thing, right. Like, especially like when we first mm-hmm. talked to you about it, I think we mm-hmm. were one of the first people who talked about yeah, the entire yeah, totally. experience, but yeah. you know, we we heard the Firstborn tracks and you had the EP come out. And now you've got the JATC album also being released. Was there an influence, like, if not directly, indirectly on uh, the band and the album itself? Would you say? I, I think so. You know, uh, unknowingly, I might have, uh, there, there there are some songs where
2: I might have gone really heavy with the vocals. And uh, I realized, oh, yeah, <laughs> you know, this is something I was doing more with uh, Firstborn uh before anything like this for gtc right so yeah i mean that way yes and you know by the time we recorded uh, rock and roll fever i kind of got to know like i was pretty sure okay so i was doing that a lot you know in some some of the songs <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i mean I, I i i was listening to shamans of time yesterday and uh-huh. i found out there are like very growl like stuff going on there right? I yeah was like, they're like, oh my God, I didn't know I had done it so much. Also, you know? like I kind of, because I had, I took a gap, uh, like I, I, we all decided we'll listen to the album once it's released. Like we took a long break from the album, yeah. you know, because we are tired of listening to it again and again.
1: Actually, that was my initial shock. I was like, wow, you actually listen to your music after <laughs> it releases? Because most of the people are just like, their ears are saturated, right? Uh, yeah. I guess so.
2: I mean, for me, it's like, uh, it's like listening to a really, you know, we often uh, as music fans, as heavy metal fans or whatever, we go down a rabbit hole and then we try to find this particular, like, you know, riff or a pace in a so- song or something. Like sometimes we find it and we, we are really happy, but a lot of times we just don't get that song we're looking for. I guess these songs are just like those songs, you know, which are non-existent and we always look for them. So it's really enjoyable for me to listen to it myself. You know, it's like, I was looking for this some or something like that. Okay. I kind of, I have a good time listening to our own music too. Yeah.
0: That's refreshing to hear that, 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 that actually is refreshing to hear because, <laughs> because most times, no. Okay. So here's the question then, like, um, Usually with me, when it comes to my own music or music that I'm that I'm part of or whatever, it takes me quite a lot of time after working on it to actually be actually kind of appreciate it. Like it's taken me almost like a year or so after the last EP that I was part of came out to look back at it and go like holy shit this is not bad this is actually good song
2: oh yeah that happens does that happen with you and does that happen with uh, hail to the heroes yeah that happens i mean uh, right now it's too soon for hail to the heroes but you know there'll be a point when like you know there'll be a long gap and i'll be like doubting uh, the whole thing myself right but once you like kind of go back to it and listen to it like after a long time and then you find out that it like you've done a really good thing out here right so yeah yeah i've um that has happened to me like many times before in other records as well
1: you know as as honest or as much as you can reveal to us uh is there any new uh, music from firstborn on the cards and when can we expect it
2: yeah uh the thing is we have been planning since last year that we want to bring out something by the end of summer so okay. that's 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 our plan basically now uh, we have been exchanging some new tracks and stuff and yeah it's it's work in progress <laughs> okay. i'm cool. the slow
1: one, tell you that <laughs> no so the, the the bonus for everyone is that they don't get just like one release <laughs> more than one. So.
0: Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> shaping up to be a busy year. Let's keep it that way. So as we begin to wind down, girish I have to ask, uh, what shampoo do you use, and how many times do you shampoo in a week? <laughs> Oh well. <laughs> yeah. There are what some you- other people who have long hair too. Yeah, and, you know we <laughs> could all use, thing. and we could all use with some advice.
3: Definitely. Oh yeah,
2: I would advise that uh, you should not follow my way at all because oh.
0: <laughs> wait, is your way wait one second? My way is basically I don't take care of my hair. Maybe <laughs> exactly that's shampoo, what I, that's I it.
2: do. Yeah, that's exactly. High five, what man.
0: <laughs> what?
1: I'm I'm telling you, like, all the women listening to this podcast would be like, How? What? Not all the women. Well, (laughs) the few. (laughs) The few that listen to this podcast, or at least if
2: you don't want your hair to be too straight, don't use Head and Shoulders.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Good, good one. We're we're never getting sponsorship from Head and Shoulders, ever.
3: (laughs) Yes.
0: Girish we'd love you to return and uh, you know let's chat about the number of the beast maybe oh, because yeah, that's course, an album maybe. that turns 30 years old this year
2: oh my god really oh yeah <laughs> and I can see that poster behind you and it's yeah.
3: lovely yeah,
0: yeah fuck so let's do that let's let's do that eventually I think we'll get in touch with you soon enough our people will call your yeah our people will call your people <laughs> <laughs> cool <laughs> yeah, <laughs> And till that time Why don't you guys write in And let us know what you thought about The new Girish and the Chronicles album Or the Firstborn music uh, You can do so Just uh, drop in a line We are at HornsupPod.com Or on Twitter at HornsupPod As always I'm on Twitter at Asmawani I'm at Trent Crusher And this was Hornsup Hornsup guys Hornsup Horns